so I'm just gonna try this out this is uh, something I've been wanting to do for a while just get on this mic and speak my mind and kind of just do a free flow rant on various topics today I uh, spoke with a friend who's been very involved in the music scene for decades and it really reminded me of how this era that we're going through is really like a rehab for a lot of people. Um, a lot of the dysfunction that has existed within society um, in so many ways, not only in music scenes, but I'm sure any kind of really social setting or gathering that we're no longer able to have right now, but it's Spending so much time at home and with loved ones is giving us the chance to really reflect on maybe where we've been and what kind of things we've been involved in. And so, I mean, it's crazy. Like, even even the things that I've been going through, I'm not saying that I've been a major player in the music scene um, by any means, but I have... Um, tried to in so many ways um, be involved with musicians and DJs and nightlife for a long time. And I recognize even in myself maybe some of the things that um, I was getting wrapped up in that I was wanting, the kind of person that I was wanting to be that now hearing from a different perspective of people who have been close to people who have gotten a lot further than I have in the music scene and in more uh, higher positions of influence and power, how they were misusing that position. Um, Obviously, any position where we're giving someone some kind of leverage, we're hoping that they're doing something positive for the world, but so often that is not the case. And uh, with this particular person, she, uh, and understandably myself, I've been kind of burnt out on um, a lot of the music scene because I know exactly at this point what it's really all about. Um, The kind of things that people are involved in it for, especially in the higher positions, um, what they're how they're trying to use that leverage, how they're trying to manipulate people, the things that they want out of it um, are oftentimes not good and very predatory. Um, And I have to even mention um, one of my idols growing up, uh, Marilyn Manson. Uh, You you get to see the kind of people that uh, these people you've looked up to for so long, who they really are. Uh, the type of abusers, um, the kind of sociopaths, the narcissists that that we thought were doing something good because they, through their songs and music, made us feel like you know they were on our side or they were giving our feelings a voice. Um, we were it was therapeutic for us and. Now we get to see what's been going on behind the scenes um, in a lot of the Me Too movement, the cancel culture. Um, it's it's pretty crazy to to see, you know, 
you think you know someone, uh, the persona that they present to us, and you really don't. You you realize that that's very just a one side of them that they're that they're showing you, um, and to really get to know that person, a lot of these people are they have issues with intimacy. They have issues with themselves. Um, they project and they deflect a lot of their problems, uh, inner turmoil, things that they want these positions for. They want attention. They want, I mean, what we all want. We all want love, right? We, we all want to be noticed. We all want to be someone um, important, of value. And so we give these people that attention because they're giving us something in return. But to a narcissist, that can be quite dangerous. That amount of power where for years they might have been rejected. I know particularly with Marilyn Manson, he had been rejected by girls and by you know, social uh, scenes for a lot of his younger years. And he used his position to, when he got it, um, to sort of damage others um, and for his own benefit. And that's kind of sad because, I mean, think about it. Why Why do a lot of musicians get involved um, in the things that they do? They, they're doing it because they want some sort of sexual reward. Um, they're doing it um, because they want, as I said, people's love. And they're going to do it at all costs. Uh, the minute you give them what they want, though, they begin to turn it on you and use it as a means to control you. Uh, and you may or may not know, especially the younger you are getting involved with these people, exactly what you're getting yourself into. Um, you look up to them, you adore them, and you kind of just give them a pass for whatever reason because they're giving you some kind of key to a life that you've wanted. They represent a person inside of you that you want to be. And um, to not be honest and open with yourself as to exactly what you're getting involved in, to not be observant, to not be aware of these red flags, these things that uh, are not okay, frankly, um, and you're just giving them a pass to allow them to do these things to you because, you know, why would you have invested so much in them um, if if they weren't someone great? I mean, then you have to look at yourself and ask yourself, well, if I'm someone who could fall for something like this and there really is no benefit 
or I'm not growing, or it's not helping me in some way, then why have I invested so much of my time into this person? And that's not always a very comforting thought to realize uh, years down the line. So by the time you meet this person, or by the time that uh, the good feelings they gave you in the beginning begin to wear off, and you see the reality of what's going on, or maybe you numb yourself from the reality of what's going on, you almost don't want to admit uh, exactly what's going on there. And so you subject yourself to this trauma over and over. I mean, I'm sure you guys know through uh, Evan Rachel Wood exactly uh, what she had to endure uh, as far as sexual, physical, emotional abuse. And that's, believe me, that's not very comforting for me to hear either because, I mean... I'm going to continue, I guess, to use my personal reference of Manson um, being such an influence in my life, uh, allowing me to vent a lot of the same frustration and angst that I had of a repressive society of uh, whether that was in the form of religion or politics or some sort of social social norm that I was supposed to fit into. Um, yeah, he, he definitely was that person who helped me push that out so I could be a more authentic version of myself. And those feelings are liberating. Um, so it's hard for me to admit that, Hey, this person that I've been like following for so long is actually a predator is actually a sociopath um, an abuser. And, and so just think of, I mean, you guys know what music scenes can be like, right? Like you have people who are getting inebriated. Uh, you have people who are flexing their egos. You have people who just want attention. I mean, it's a mating ground. Um, and, you know, you think you're going for the music, but you're really going for some sort of social gratification or to be a part of some kind of community where you feel like you belong, right? Um, uh, that could be various things. Um, that could be uh, a validation of, of your strangeness that you feel, uh, especially if you're in any sort of alternative scene. Um and and that feeling you want you want it to keep going you want after a while though doesn't it become an identity and so it's it's difficult to not get so wrapped up in it especially when you're pretty young um and realize that hey a lot of these people i have really superficial relationships with what uh, is what good is this really doing for my life? Um, and we're all just getting fucked up in order to be able to talk to each other, in order to be able to get on the dance floor. And oftentimes you go to see a band, and if you're not going with you know a group of friends, 
Um, you may not even talk to anybody at a show, honestly, or maybe you just talk to your circle of friends and then you watch the band and you go home and that's it. And you feel like you've had some sign of some kind of social experience and you are in your little bubble if you're going with your little click and, and shows particularly are very clickish in that way. Um, maybe you're giving a hello or a wave to somebody or I like your shirt, uh, whatever, but are you really connecting with anybody there? And so now that we're having to spend so much time with uh, loved ones and family, um, it's really making a lot of that obvious, isn't it? That a lot of the uh, shows we were going to, a lot of the clubs we were going to, those weren't really authentic relationships that were adding a lot to our lives. And I think it's actually can be a very good thing now that we're sort of taking some time to look back on that time in our life and think about what we're involving ourselves in, what we're investing in. I mean, could what's what purpose does a lot of uh, the things that we that we devote our time and energy and focus to in the entertainment world. I feel like now more than ever, there's a microscope over the things that are coming out. I feel like what I like to call uh, old world, a lot of the things that we were into now feel very old world, right? Um, We have real shit going on. We have unemployment to deal with. We have sickness to deal with. We have people dying, right? Um, And so everything has to have just that little extra bit of care and purpose uh, for us to still make time for it. Like, why do I care if you just want to stand up there and be shocking and and, uh, not say anything? I mean, okay, so it's funny because then you have artists like Cardi B coming out with wet-ass pussy and shit like that. Um, I'm sure for some women that want to consider that empowering to just um, speak that frankly about themselves, um, I'm sure that does something for some people. Um, but I think even a lot of the artists that were putting out a lot of the things that they were putting out, it's a little harder for them to do so now. Um, because the, uh, social scenes that they were using to sort of keep this stuff afloat, this sort of toxic, shallow stuff is now not there. And they're dealing with real shit too. And they're questioning if they even have a career. I mean, think about musicians. They don't really, they're not necessarily making money off of uh, selling their songs. Um, So they were doing it while uh, selling tickets for shows, um, selling merchandise. A lot of people now, they they may be supporting their favorite artists through merchandise, but... Uh, going through our economy, they may not even have the money to to buy the merchandise. And they sure can't um, support by going to a show right now. So where's the motivation for the artist to even continue creating? Maybe now they have to go back to their day jobs that they had before they were touring. Uh, I know uh, 
particularly some people that were uh, in the um, live show circuit that now have gone into real estate um, now that they can't uh, make a living off of uh, being in the tour circuit. All sorts of people were all, especially when you deem things essential or non-essential, um, it begins to become, well, as I said, what is really of purpose here? What really has value? What really has meaning versus what doesn't? Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like with these shutdowns, it's definitely making it clear as to are you really providing me something that's going to add value to my life? I, I'm sh- I know there's a reason for live shows. I'm sure there's a reason for the strip club. I'm sure there's a reason for prostitution. Um, I'm sure there's a a reason for a lot of things that people were doing for money, making porn, whatever, um, have added value to people's life or some kind of release or outlet. Um, But those things are not functioning right now because we just can't be in that proximity of one another. So... Maybe now those people are those same people are going into healthcare uh, or some sort of therapy um, because while those things may have meaning, a lot of those people involved in those different areas of life are also doing it for the wrong reasons. They're doing it for uh, ego gratification. Um, they're doing it. Um, just simply for the attention. And while there is a crowd for that, um, particularly uh, a lot of these scenes that are just exploiting women, um, particularly the music scene, uh, you're exploiting women's bodies, uh, you're selling sex, you're selling an image, um, and in doing so, manipulating women, and um, people will buy into that. Uh, Not... What I find interesting is it's not only the um, the women that will uh, be willing to subject themselves to that, um, but also the women that do it to get the attention uh, that that provides. And also, uh, if women with each other can be pretty competitive. So if they see women out there shaking their ass, a lot of time they'll go out there um, to do the same thing because they want a piece of that. I I won't lie. Like honestly, especially uh, being a younger female, a younger version of myself, if I had the chance to be a woman, women do get that advantage in life. They, I I personally feel that women do rule. Uh, sex and uh, romance. Uh, They definitely have the upper hand there. Now, I'm not going to say that um, women necessarily, does that mean that they're getting into the relationships that they truly want? But the sex is undeniably there for them um, at any time. Uh, Sure, that's not necessarily what we really want in life. Um, it it sure is inflating for the ego. And I know for many men in particular, um, not getting that 
uh, inflated ego, if you want to call it, um, not getting anything really. Um, uh, though it is true that men do have to strengthen their intentions. Many men are just geared towards sex and all they want is, uh, their egos validated. And so a woman is going to see that and she's going to push it away. Um, she's going to say, why are you coming at me with all that energy? Don't you know what's, I think, involved in reproduction? Um, women are the mothers. Uh, they instinctually, um, more often than not, know more about bonding. Um, they, they have that uh, extra emotional intelligence that men do not. So you want to just come up to a woman and proposition her for sex, uh, and that's the only thing that you're about. Yeah, you may see a lot of rejection, but you come to a woman with a sincere intent, um, and you can accept rejection. Guys, I need to be clear with you that a woman may be rejecting you, and that's okay because... Honestly, one, you may not even be a compatible fit for her. I mean, if you want something more than sex, if you want a relationship, which of course is a, a better tool for uh, happiness, for inner development, for becoming a better person, uh, you want something long less lasting more than a five-minute gratification, you may not be compatible with that girl. And whether or not she understands or sees you for who you really are, accept it. I mean, she's, she's you know, uh, best case scenario, showing her your, uh, showing you her limitation. Um, actually, I should say worst case scenario, she's showing you her limitation that she can't see you for who you are why would you want to invest your time in someone who can't see you for who you are um best case scenario you're just not the right fit for her so move along i mean you may be attracted to her physically and that may be the only thing that you care about but you need to move on from that you need to accept that there's more to life than that um you can go ahead and chase bodies and superficiality all you want, but just remember, if you get that woman pregnant, um, you're going to be responsible for child support, and you're going to have to learn how to be a father. One way or another, life is going to show you that the reason we're here is for self-development. The reason we're here is to learn how to become better people, better versions of ourselves, not only so we can do something great in this world, but so that we can be happy. Uh, you're a shitty person. You're not going to be happy. You treat others like shit. You get treated like you, like shit. Everyone knows that karma, what you put out comes back in the world. And think about all the bad karma that's been going around, um, in these music scenes. Um, is coming back to people now, especially as there's less incentive to remain involved. Uh, shows can't 
exist anymore. There's no paychecks coming out of out of um, out of these shows, out of these events, uh, these massives, this insomniac uh, events, these EDCs, all these things, all these people, all these DJs, and everything. These people that were hiding, riding on their high horse enjoying this momentum i understand um it's an outlet a genuine outlet not only for myself but for many people um and hopefully you're going for the music because there is something quite spiritual about music but even if it's just a social outlet and it's a way to escape your problems i understand that that has some value um but a lot of these people behind the scenes putting these events together don't have your best um, your best um, interest in mind. So um, these people are all having a reality check right now. They're having to go back to normal life. They can't ride on their egos. They can't continue to abuse people. So a lot of these people, while things are remaining shut and closed down, they're um, coming out because they're like, I don't see any shows coming back anytime soon. Um, why Why am I still being nice to my abuser? Why am I still... Uh, and believe me, there probably still are. There probably still are people holding out um, knowing that at some point things are going to return back to normal. So they're just not going to out that person. They're not going to say anything. Uh, maybe they even have threats against their life if they do, which is really unfortunate. But they less and less are having incentive to be nice to these people and to not say something. So I do applaud the people that are coming forward um, I understand it's unfortunate for people who are, are real artists, sometimes separating the, the artist and the art. Uh, is it impossible now for me to listen to Manson? It's getting more difficult. I'll tell you that, um, what's really ironic is before, um, he was put on blast recently, I did want to do a Manson cover band. Um, and now I'm not going to be able to do that. But I, I did have a feeling, I was asking myself, especially as I'm um, becoming more spiritually involved, if that was really resonating with me, if that was really a course that I wanted to go. Um, and I didn't. And I could have. I had a lot of really cool, interesting, different ideas for it. And something was telling me, don't, now is not the time. So I didn't, luckily. Um, or all of that uh, effort and energy and time would have gone to waste. Um, but is it difficult now for me to listen to uh, an artist? I mean, there's there's other examples. There's Crystal Castles. Um, there's a lot of artists that um, we're finding out are shitty people. Um, and yeah, it is kind of difficult to to separate those to to know what you're supporting. But at the same time, uh, the question is, is cancel culture just removing good artists from this world? Uh, is it fair to take down people for being shitty people? 
Um, I think that's a personal choice. Of course, um, especially when it comes to music, you're not paying for the music anyways. You don't have to go to the show. You don't have to buy the merchandise. So yeah, you can just continue to, without a conscience, listen to the music for free and it's not a problem. You can keep doing what people are doing anyways. Um, I don't know. Interesting now to think if a lot of people not paying for music is karma on a lot of these artists. Um, should people be paying and supporting um, your need to just flex your ego for all of us and pretend like you're someone that you're not? Maybe we all have a sense that that's what's going on, uh, that they have a lot of leverage um, and having access to all sorts of things, if not only sex, but money and, and uh, have for a long time historically. And we, we give that to them and um, we don't see a lot of that in return. Um, and sure, that's, that, that's kind of uh, unfair that uh, regardless, um, should we continue to support that person? Um, sure. Maybe when it's free, right. Um, we can still listen to it. Um, but so I think that's up to the person. Like, do you want to, okay. Uh, not only Manson, but Bob Marley, uh, a shitty father. A lot of these guys actually, uh, pretty shitty, uh, husbands and fathers and maybe even friends. Um, and, you know, Frank Sinatra, I'm sure the list goes on, Elvis Presley, uh, shitty people in reality. Um, and But do they put out some amazing work? Do they put out things that, that maybe we couldn't live without? Is that unfair? Should all shows stop? I mean, isn't it human nature at the same time to... Um, I guess, want that attention, especially if people are so willing to be subservient to them and to worship them without question. Um, are there people who are going to see people in that position? I'm sure starting with Elvis, uh, maybe even Frank Sinatra, um, seeing that uh, position that person was in before they went into music. Did they say, Hey, I want what that person has. I know I did. I'll tell you that I was an artist, uh, in terms of like drawing and I wanted to be a comic book artist. And I felt like girls weren't going to like me. It wasn't a popular thing back then to be reading comic books, uh, like it is now. Like there's a whole, I remember thinking, wouldn't that be cool if a Spider-Man movie came out? Um, now that's so commonplace, you know, you have X-Men and, and there's so, uh, anime, uh, manga, there's so much to support, uh, a culture who this whole fandom scene that wasn't there in the nineties. Um, you were really, uh, ostracized as like a dork, a geek, if you were into that stuff. And I had a friend who approached me and he, and he saw how into these comic books I was. And, and it was just, a natural thing for me to to get involved in that. And he said, um, well, 
you're not going to be very popular with girls uh, if you get so into comic books. Why don't you join a band? Um, and I took that to heart and I did, and I started making music. Um, and sure in the beginning and a lot of the undertone to the intent behind what I was doing was so that girls would like me. And so, you know, you just have to realize that that's part of it. That's part of human nature to, to, to seek that out, especially if, other scenes or other faction subcultures are not getting the same respect uh, or uh, energy that um, the music scene is for whatever reason. Um, of course, music, I think it's because it's, it's, it's dance uh, and dance has always been um, because we're using our bodies um, relative to sex and i think that's why musicians probably get more of that energy than than uh, maybe even an actor or a writer or a comic book artist is going to get so yeah uh does it matter what they do in their personal life walt disney we could go on all these people does it matter if they're a shitty father does it matter if they're a shitty friend like that's their personal life and then there's what they put out and is what they're putting out adding value to my life in one form or another whatever it may be um and uh why do we care now all of a sudden if that person was in reality a shitty person is that maybe something that should be straightened out between um uh, the abuser and the person being abused. Is that their problem? Uh, I think maybe the reason these people are being canceled is so they're not being enabled to do it to other people. And that's a very valid concern, uh, especially if that's a lot of their motivation for being involved in what they do and you don't know what kind of person they are and they're con continuing to victimize people. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be... Um, that's going to be a, a valid uh, reason to maybe shut that person out from continuing to do what they're doing. So, yeah, I do believe that there is um, some reason to to not allow these people to get away with what they're getting away with. So, when things go back to normal, should we just act like we didn't learn all these lessons um, that we've been learning being in quarantine, spending uh, less time together. No, I do think coming back um, from quarantine, we're going to have a fresh perspective, at least for a while. Um, that's my hope is uh, we don't just go back to normal and all of a sudden it's like, all right, let's party. Let's pick back. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think we're just going to pick back up where we left off. I think a lot of a lot more things are going to be under the microscope. And I think that's um, ultimately, if you want to look at the bigger picture, if you believe in something spiritual or divine about a reason why everything happens, I think that is why this is happening um, in the bigger picture. Like I say, that we're having to take a step back from 
the road that we've been on. I mean, think about it, how toxic, uh, people are, um, on this planet. Uh, I'm not, of course, not everyone is an evil virus, but it is rather unfortunate that the people who are the, the worst toxic people on this planet are what's causing good people to die and um, continuing to put us in these situations where we're facing, you know, the environment dying uh, because a select few uh, want to do things the way they do. They want to um, have all the power, have all the control, all the profits at all costs. Um, but if by wiping us all out, are they also wiping out the worst of humanity? And would nature and animals and the planet be much better off without us, perhaps? Um, and so would it be the worst thing if this thing just ended humanity the way that it did the dinosaurs? Uh, probably not, unfortunately. So, you know, uh, if everybody has to die because... Uh, ultimately those people, those few are so bad, um, that that's the only way to do it. Uh, sure. But you know what? At the same time, um, us having to reexamine our lives, it is, um, and these people being canceled or taken out or whatever, it's going there's going to be less of them around and maybe next time we're going to be a little more observant hey is this person showing a similar tendency to what we've seen before uh unfortunately i think the people that are causing the worst problems you want to look at like a manson or a bob marley or elvis presley whatever um, are actually just kind of pawns on the chess table. You want to look at the kings and queens. You don't even know their names, uh, let alone can you cancel them, and that is by design. They don't want you to know their identity. They don't know want you to know what they're up to or who they're involved with. So you really, unfortunately, can't cancel those people, those one percenters, and they're going to continue uh, because they will fight like hell to make sure that they rem remain, um, you know, disguised and out of the public eye. Um, and you're going to take out a Trump or you're going to take out a pawn that is just the face to whatever their agenda is before you take out the people that you really need to be taking out. But, um, Hey, if you have less pawns and less um, people on the chessboard uh, that can be these faces and we start to see more positive faces coming in, yeah, I do think that's something positive that uh, the world would benefit from. And so I do think it's going to make the world a better place for it. Um, it will be interesting to see, though. Uh, I want to see what a rave is going to be like when things go back to normal. Uh, I think a people are going to be, you know, uh, socially distancing and maybe even still wearing masks or maybe we all have to have a vaccine passport in, in order to attend an event or get on a plane to go to an event. 
But um, I do think once things return to some kind of norm that um, these these scenes are going to feel a lot different, like I say, at least for a while. Um, never underestimate humanity that uh, it, it may just um, go back to where things were. I mean, you want to think about the Spanish flu. You want to think about uh, a Hitler uh, seeing the worst of mankind, uh, the worst pandemics that, you know, in United States, I think half a million have died. Um, Spanish flu, probably millions, multi-millions have died. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot less casualties. Um, and <clears throat> did that change anything? Uh, I don't know if you look back, you will see that um, uh, in history, uh, people fighting, wearing masks, uh, even then, and uh, protesting shutdowns and everything, um, the same way that they are now. So are we repeating history? Yeah, we absolutely are. All the same reactions to the virus, um, all the lack of compassion is all there, um, same as it was then. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me get some water. <coughs> it's funny because uh, I've listened to a lot of podcasts, huge podcast fan. And I remember uh, hearing these people like coughing or uh, needing water or their mouths are getting dry or they sound like they're going to burp or they're digesting something. I'm like, could you straighten that out before you got in front of the mic? Uh, <laughs> but I don't know what it is, just something about being recorded and uh, wanting to uh, put on a presentation or be received a certain way. Uh, something happens to the vocal cords. I don't know what it is, but yeah. So a lot of this is a repeat in history and, um, did world war two happen? Did, um, the Spanish flu happen? And, uh, did we still see, you know, the seventies, the eighties and, uh, all the selfishness, um, albeit, yeah, great music scenes came out of that time too. Um, but did we see the worst of mankind surface again after some norm and some prosperity and some like, I'm getting mine and fuck your, fuck you. And, um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's likely to resurface. Um, but I am grateful for at least, a short period and maybe this needs to happen every hundred years for this very reason it may be with us recording history and having uh videos and documentaries that can really show what we've already been through um present themselves again um as we continue to re-watch them and revisit them in future generations um yeah, hopefully it'll stick this time and we'll say, oh, remember the COVID thing? Uh, remember how people felt? Remember the desperation? Remember the the struggle? Remember all the things they were learning, that they were experiencing, that they wanted to change at that time? 
George George Floyd, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, not wanting another uh, a racist figure like Trump, whatever it is, all the calamity that we're experiencing with the environment, um, snowstorms, fires, uh, whatever you can think of, it's happened these past two years and it's still going. Um, power outages, lack of compassion um, worldwide. Um, hopefully this time we will um, remember that for at least a couple of decades. Um, and so I just wanted to uh, bring up the the trauma that goes in a lot of these uh in the music industry and and these music scenes and and just people if you're if you're young i feel bad for you if you're a gen z kid if you're just 18 19 years old right now i'm glad that i'm 36 um that i got to experience although i did come into a post 9-11 world um i am jealous of uh, the kids who lived through the 80s and 90s because um, there was enough prosperity and norm uh, without, you know, the threat of terrorism or mass shootings going around um, that you could go outside and, and you could enjoy a lot of the things that they took for granted, I'm sure, um, without fear, without looking over your back, uh, without everyone on the edge, um, and and just experiencing a post nine eleven world. Now you want to talk about? I went through high school. I had to listen to my parents. I had to do everything they said. And now I want to be an adult, and I want to go out and I want to experience the world. And you're eighteen, nineteen years old, and who knows how long this is gonna go on? And and you have to stay inside and you can't go to shows and you can't go to parties that you heard about from your, you know, your uh, brothers, your older brothers, your older sisters, your uncles, your aunts, whatever. Where's my um, celebration for my uh, class of 2020, right? Um, where's my glory? Where's my moment? Um, you may be 25 before you see that. Um, I feel bad, you know, for the kids who, who aren't getting these, uh, you know, whether it be their proms, uh, which by the way, I, I really thought, am, am I, cause you know, there are older generations tell me, go to your prom. Um, you're going to regret if you don't. So I did. Um, I went in a leather jacket and I brought a, a girlfriend at the time who, um, wore uh, stud uh, belts across her um, dress and we weren't allowed in until she took them off. I think maybe they were even, um, uh, especially post-Columbine, pretty ironic, uh, maybe like some some fake ammunition, uh, not guns, but like bullet, you know, like a bullet belt around her too uh, and they wouldn't let her in. Um, but yeah, that's all fun. That's all fun memories to look back on. And if you didn't get that prom, um, you didn't, you didn't, you're not going to get those crazy college years. Of course, I'm sure there's still dorms partying it up. Fuck you. I'm going to fucking get my like, you know, um, release, uh, being told what to do my whole life. I'm going to, I'm going to party. I'm going to do, 
I'm going to do all the crazy shit that I've watched in movies my whole life. Regardless, give me the fucking virus. I'm young. I'm healthy. I'll do it anyways. Um, I'm, I know there's a lot of that spirit. And, and honestly, if I were that age, I don't know that I would be any different. So um, do your thing. Um, you may be, yeah, getting older people sick. And, of course, that's the concern who do have prior uh, health issues. But... Yeah, I feel, I do feel bad. Um, and, and you can see that in the suicide rate and, and the kids who are suffering from, from depression, um, the effects it's having. Um, but you will, you know, you'll get older and you'll get through this and you'll be in 20 years, you'll be the great generation that they used to call the people who lived through the Great Depression and who lived through World War II. And hopefully you won't uh, bring another 50s culture of conservatism uh, back to our country, but um, because you had to be so conservative growing up, um, hopefully that won't have to happen. And then, well, maybe, maybe, we, maybe you should. Maybe you should so we can have another 60s. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, it's funny when, when Trump went into office, I did think like uh, maybe especially as, as hard as the uh, left was pushing his, um, his uh, womanizing and everything, uh, which of course led to the Me Too movement, which is great, whether or not you supported Trump's presidency. Um, you do have to appreciate that it did bring a lot of things to, um, to the forefront, uh, uh, things that, uh, equality that needed to be addressed that wasn't there because we were that close to having a, a woman president, um, regardless that happened. And, um, so I do hope that, um, you you go through these crazy times um and and retain something um and i i think it's pretty impossible not to honestly uh we're all we're all responding to some aspect of it that that resonates with us uh where we we don't feel heard where where we felt left out of the picture or marginalized in some way, and um, so yeah, if it, if if it has to have a, happen, a lot of calamity uh, to get there, um, and uh, uh, and what, back to what I was saying uh, as far as like the '60s, I did think uh, if Trump goes into office. Um, Maybe we'll get some crazy protests. Um, and that happened. Uh, I was a little worried, honestly. I, I did latch on to a lot of the early conspiracies, including 5G and the microchip. And, and I, I'm starting to really question the, um, the 5G thing, but, um, the, the microchip, who knows? I just don't know. I just don't know. Uh, and I don't know if anybody really knows. Um, and I think that's a fine place to be. Just be, you know, questioning um, the official narrative that's out there. But um, I was afraid. I was like, are people just going to 
roll over and let, you know, if there is some kind of New World Order conspiracy here, they're just going to roll over and let people just push him around and then, you know, having to be shut down from my business as well. Like, is that fair? Why can't, um, why can't, uh, the people who want to stay home, who are afraid, why can't they stay home? And then the rest of us who want to get out there and work and make a living and are okay with the risk can do so. Um, and, uh, so I was like, in order for the powers that be to know that uh, we can't just be subjected to whatever they have in mind, we're going to have to stand up. We're going to have to demand that our voices be heard. And that's exactly what happened with the Black Lives Matter in uh, summer of 2020. So I'm so glad that that ended up happening. Um, And even, even if you believe that there was voter fraud and all that stuff, Sure, that's just another way to instorm the capital. Um, I don't think that uh, it was necessarily the right reason to storm the capital, but did you need to shake up politicians to to make them uh, understand that they do something that uh, the people don't want and they're going to come for uh, gunning and, and hunting your ass? in your uh in your place of business or work yeah yeah that's gonna happen um so i do think that was important too in the bigger picture it's all important it's all relevant and of course it all happens for a reason so um i think i'm gonna end on that note and um uh yeah it'll be interesting It'll be interesting to say to see where we end up and uh, to see how the music scenes change. I was getting kind of burnt out of going to clubs, um, even though I, I needed a means to promote my music. And uh, that has forced me to be social for many years. I was getting really tired of the things that I was seeing, the toxic people, um, the people involved in music, and why. Um and the people who are going and, and how that, uh, reflected on, upon everyone there. Um, it, it was really sad. And I was like, are any of us even really here for the music? Are we just posing to the music, um, to, you know, uh, flex our egos. And that's all it really started to feel like after a while. So, um, would I like to go back to, um, a music scene where it feels like people are actually there for the music, there for a, a valid reason, um, maybe even spiritual. Yeah, that would be great. And I hope that's what we see. So God bless music. Um, and, and, and let's have, let's have a better world where social gatherings begin to have meaning again. You know what I'm saying? Anyhow, thanks guys for listening to me uh, uh, blabber on. This is my first attempt at something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And since I've been going on about my music, um, some of you guys might actually be interested to hear it. 
Um, this guy claims to be a musician and he's been doing it for so long. So what the fuck is he even putting out? So I think I might just end on one of my tracks. Here we go. Hey 